Good Sunday morning to all of you, my brothers and sisters. Father Ron here, breaking open the word, our third Sunday of Lent. Wow. And our gospel is from the fourth chapter of John. You've heard this, you know this, the Samaritan woman at the well. Jesus, tired from his journey, sat down there at the well. It was about noon. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. The Samaritan woman said to him, How can you, a Jew, ask me, a Samaritan woman, for a drink? And Jesus answered, said to her, Everyone who drinks the water from this well will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I shall give will never thirst. The water I shall give will become in him a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. And the woman said to him, Sir, give me this water, so that I may not be thirsty, or have to keep coming here to draw water. I know that the Messiah is coming, the one called Anointed, and when he comes, he will tell us everything. And Jesus said to her, I am he, the one who is speaking with you. It is such a great gospel. I've always loved this. So I heard about this woman who went to Mass one Sunday, an old lady with a walker. And as she walked into the front door of the church, an usher greeted her and said, Ma'am, where can I help you get a pew to sit in? So she says to the man, Oh, I'd like to sit all the way in the front pew, please. And the usher tells her, Oh, ma'am, ma'am, you don't want to sit in the front, not at this Mass. The pastor has this Mass. He is the most boring preacher. He will put you to sleep. Don't sit in the front. And the woman steps back and says, Sir, do you know who I am? And the usher says, No. She says, I'm the pastor's mother. And he says to her, Well, ma'am, do you know who I am? She says, No. And he says, good. <laughs> good. Because <laughs> you know pastors. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> it's a funny joke. <laughs> anyway, friends, thank you for joining me today. Hey, I got a question for you. Do you know how many different Catholic prayers there are out there? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm asking. I have no idea. All I know is that there are tons of them, <laughs> lots and lots, from the Act of Contrition to the Our Father to the Hail Mary to the Memorare to the Anima Christi and on and on. There's even a prayer for finding a parking spot closest to the store. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And I didn't even come up with it. <laughs> I wish I would have, but... Yeah, I want to know who's the patron saint of that prayer, St. Nordstrom, <laughs> or something, I don't know. But of all the prayers that are out there, let me ask you something. 
Is there one in particular that you cherish more than the others? A prayer that kind of just touches your heart in a special way that you're drawn to and love? I do. It's one you probably know. It goes like this. Good food, good meat, good God, let's eat. <laughs> okay. I'm just kidding. I had too much coffee this morning. No, but uh, actually the prayer that I do love deeply is one that I bring with me when I lead parish missions. It's our parish mission prayer. I put it in our, uh, the show notes if you want to look at it. It's really beautiful, I think. Anyway, one prayer, one Catholic prayer out there that many of you know and are, is probably many of your favorite, one of your favorites, is called the Prayer of St. Francis or Make Me a Channel of Your Peace. Do you know that one? I'm sure you do. I, you probably know the song. Make me a channel of your peace. Ah, it's lovely, isn't it? I just love it. I'll put the lyrics to it as well in the notes section. But that song, it so powerfully reflects the life of Jesus and, and the prism through which his words and actions were focused. I think it's why it's such a favorite for so many of us. You know, think about it in all of the scripture, no matter the situation or the person or the struggle or the chaos that was before Jesus, he always approached it and brought kindness and compassion, always bringing peace where there was division, as the song says. That's why I really like today's gospel, the woman at the well. You know, she, the, especially in the long version of the gospel, if you have a chance, read that. It really opens it up much more to this. But here was a woman full of conflict, full of sin, who knew so well the sadness and the pain that just filled her life after so many years. And as she's sitting there and just opening up, spilling it out all upon Jesus, he was slowly and beautifully returning it to her as blessing transforming that pain into healing, her sadness to joy, until at the end of their exchange with Jesus, she says she's filled with living water. Everything turned in her life. This, this spirit of abundance that leapt inside her in a way she never experienced before. That's what Jesus did over and over and over again for people. It's a way he dealt with life. Even in the face of violence and hatred. You know, when people before him were throwing insults and plotting against his life, and yes, even to the ultimate violent act of hatred that we'll have on Good Friday, 
The, the response from Jesus, it wasn't to return all of that violence for more. It wasn't an eye for an eye. He didn't inflame things by returning it. He confronted those things and became an instrument of something greater, a higher call, a, well, a channel, not of more violence, but a channel of peace and love in the midst of that conflict. That's what he did over and over again. And do you know how hard that must have been? You know it, I know it in my life. You know, because when someone talks badly about us, we talk badly about them. You know, an eye for an eye. When we're shunned by another person, you know, or treated disrespectfully, what do we do? We don't smile and say, oh, thank you. No, we return that behavior with giving them the cold shoulder, giving them a taste of their own medicine. You shun me, fine, I'll shun you. And as good as that kind of feels, it's not virtue that is driving us, it is vice. It's not blessing we're bringing, it's sin. And it is not the way of Jesus. He gives us a very different model of living. One that brings blessing and healing to situations of hate and injustice. Instead of returning violence with violence or anger with retribution, Jesus introduced its opposite. He met anger with kindness. Insults he met with patience. Discord he brought understanding. Make me a channel of your peace. Wow, that's hard to do. <laughs> you know it, I know it. And what is it? You know, what, what is that thing that enabled Jesus, enables us to practice that kind of living, to, to fan the flame, not of violence of hate, but of God's love, to stand for virtue when we're faced with vice. What is it that helps us do that? Well, I'm glad you asked, <laughs> because the answer comes from our patron saint, St. Vincent de Paul, and the spiritual weapon that he held in such high regard, the virtue of meekness, which is why it is our virtue this week as we walk our road to Calvary together. We started with simplicity, we moved into humility, and this week, meekness. It's a rather overlooked tool in our spiritual arsenal 
Because I think that so often people, well, me too, associate meekness with weakness, with a disposition of indifference and and, uh, deference, you know, to be small and in the background, overlooked and quiet. You're meek. (laughs) That's wrong. (laughs) St. Vincent understood the virtue of meekness not as weakness, but one of a great inner strength and a reflection of God's own gentle compassion. And if you think about it, doesn't it make sense that when in the face of violence or someone hurting us to bring peace into that experience, when you want to just lash out and give the same thing back, it takes a great deal of strength to do so and gentleness. You know, it's why the two of them, meekness and gentleness, are really identical twins. So friends, as we close out today, as sons and daughters of charity, we look to the meekness of Jesus and St. Vincent this week as a light showing us the way towards reconciliation and peace. That's our focus this week on our road to Calvary together, just this week. Meekness guiding us to reconciliation and peace. The example of St. Vincent, of Jesus, of the Blessed Mother, and so many others, calls us to bring empathy when others spew hate, to bring patience when others are impatient, you know, to, to bear sorrow while sowing joy. This is the Vincentian spirit breathing through the ages. It's one grounded in the confidence that you know, that soft words can overcome loud violence. That love can conquer feel, fear. <laughs> feel. <laughs> and is there any greater example of this kind of gentleness and meekful virtue than the Blessed Mother? Right? I mean, Wow, as soft and beautiful and gentle she is, yet fierce, strong, and resilient. Father Joe, he's going to say more about this later in the week on Wednesday as he gives us our virtue guide reflection. This week it's on our Blessed Mother and the, the virtue of meekness. So, friends, we pray that this virtue might reign in our hearts. That's our focus this week, allowing God to use our humble voice and example to accomplish great things in his name this week. Great things in his name in our homes, in our schools, in our work, at Walmart, wherever we are. 
that we bring that channel of peace and reconciliation. So as we begin our third week along the road, here's a couple of questions to help kind of frame it. Am I gentle in my dealings with others? Or am I aggressive, mean with others? Do I lose my patience and be curt in my dealings with others? This week, let us call upon that virtue to bring gentleness to those uh, relationships. Am I easily approachable to others? Or do I shut the door of my heart because I'm afraid? Our homework this week, this is our homework. First, we get our stone. Remember our smooth stone this week? Uh-oh, I don't have a marker. <laughs> I'm in trouble. Um, this week, it is meekness. So we put a, <laughs> you can't see it, <laughs> an M-E. Can you see that? <laughs> no, I didn't bring a Sharpie. Anyway, get your, Put a M-E for meekness. Let that be your stone. Oops. Wait a minute. I got it. Okay, let that be your stone. Put it in your pocket and let it guide you this week. But here's the homework. Is there someone you've, you have been shunning or maybe punishing because of something they did to you? or maybe didn't do? Someone who's been on the receiving end of your cold shoulder, of your anger, of some harsh words? Who is that person? As Jesus did in his own dealings, and through the intercession of St. Vincent and the help of the Blessed Mother, this week, Go to that person and be that channel of peace. Reconcile that person back into your life. Even if it's something they started, even if they didn't ask, this is what we do in the name of Jesus to bring his kingdom. We take that step. We become the channel for his love and blessing. That's what the song reminds us. I'll leave you with that as we go forth in God's blessing, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. And friends, let me end by, I'm gonna send you an email later on this week, giving you an update on our almsgiving and alms sharing um, efforts of charity that we started at the beginning of Lent. Such good news <laughs> it's so good and uh i am i'm just i'm speechless <laughs> i know that's hard to imagine but i am it's beautiful what we've done um and what we'll continue to do so be on the lookout for that and in the meantime have a beautiful day be that channel live that meekness and we'll see you tomorrow
Shabbat Shalom.